Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. The old radio commentator Paul Harvey could tell a story like no one could tell a story. And then, right in the middle of it, he would say, and now for the rest of the story. Well, the book we've come to today is just that. It's the rest of the story. And most recently, we journeyed through Jeremiah, and now we're journeying through Lamentations. Well, what is Lamentations? Well, many people have suggested that Lamentations is simply an addendum to the previous book, and I think that's a very apt observation because it picks up exactly where Jeremiah chapter 52 left off. In fact, both books have the fall of Jerusalem as their main event. In Jeremiah chapter 52, we're left in the smoldering ruins and the ashes of the city of Jerusalem. Someone said the saddest words of tongue or pen are these four, it might have been. Perhaps sadder yet are these words, it was. You see, there was a day that the blessing and glory and favor of God rested on Jerusalem. And now, not only is that removed, Jerusalem is removed. This is a picture of what sin does. If Jeremiah was a book of warning, then Lamentations is a book of mourning. The prophet Jeremiah looked forward to the city of Jerusalem being destroyed in his first prophecy. He was looking ahead to it, but in the book of Lamentations... He's looking back to it. It is literally a funeral dirge. It's a funeral procession. This, this journey through Lamentations is a funeral procession and we're mourning over what happened in this beautiful city and this wonderful land as a result of sin. Most men who suffered for their message for over 40 years would have said, I told you so, but not Jeremiah. No, because Jeremiah had the heart of Jesus. He had the heart of God. And so Jeremiah, who wept in advance, wept even more in his lamentation. This book was written soon after Nebuchadnezzar sieged Jerusalem. The city fell on approximately July 19th, they say, and by August the 15th of that year, at least that's the parallel for us, it was burned to the ground. And now Jeremiah stands looking over the destruction of the city. The key verse is found in Lamentations chapter 2, and verse number 11. May I read it to you? Listen to it. it. It's a broken heart. He says, My eyes do fail with tears. My bowels are troubled. My liver is poured upon the earth for the destruction of the daughter of my people because the children and the suckling swoon in the streets of the city. One of the saddest things you ever see is the destruction of a child. That's why abortion is so wicked. It's why child abuse is so heinous. It's why a generation of young people growing up without God is so heart-rending. Oh, it's the destruction of the children. It's the destruction of little babies. It's the destruction of the next generation. And it's exactly what Jeremiah was witnessing. And so there are five chapters. That's all. Five chapters found in the Lamentations. And these five chapters are written with an unusual method. You see, the book of Lamentations in the Hebrew language was written as an acrostic. That's interesting. 
Chapters 1 and 2, if you look at them carefully, they have 22 verses. Chapter 4 has 22 verses. Chapter 3 has 66 verses. Now that's interesting. I'll come back to that in just a moment. And chapter 5, the last chapter, has 22 verses. Well, what is that? Well, chapters 1, 2, and 4, 22 verses each, each begin with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Chapter 5 does not use that acrostic, but it stays with the 22-verse stanza, the 22-verse pattern, 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Chapter 3, I said to you, has 66 verses. These are in triplets. So the first three verses begin with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. The next three verses deal with the next three letter, or the next letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And someone says, well, that's interesting, but is there any significance? Oh, yes, my friend. You see, if we did an acrostic in this way, in our language, it would be A to Z. If I said something was true from A to Z, what does that mean? It means it's complete. Everything is there. Well, literally, the book of Lamentations is Jeremiah weeping from A to Z. In other words, it is the complete brokenness of a heart witnessing such destruction. Remember, it's the funeral of a city. Someone has called it the wailing wall of the Bible. And so he is weeping from A to Z. Now, if that's true, I wonder why chapter 3 goes in triplets of verses. I wonder why chapter 3 is three times as long as chapters 1, 2, 4, and 5. I wonder why this middle chapter seems to rise like a mountain peak above all the others. I wonder, why is it 66 verses long? Well, I'm glad you asked the question. You see, chapter 3, right in the heart of the book, is not about Jerusalem. And it's not even about Jeremiah. No, it's about Jehovah God. You see, one chapter of this book of brokenness concentrates on hope. And guess what chapter it is? Oh yes, it is Lamentations chapter 3. May I just read a little of Lamentations chapter 3? He says in verse number 19, Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. Think of it. In the midst of a funeral, hope. In the midst of a death, life. In the midst of brokenness, a promise for the future. Read on, verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him to the soul that seeketh Him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Isn't this beautiful that right in the heart of this brokenness and weeping, suddenly a glimmer of light shines through. Suddenly mercy raises its head and we're reminded that where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. Where there's a thorn in the flesh, His grace is sufficient for me. And where there seems to be helplessness, God's hope shines through. It's beautiful, but chapters 1 through 3 all end with prayer. And the entire book, chapter 5, is a prayer. It ends with us coming into the throne room of a holy God. Can I tell you, if we will humble ourselves and call out to the God who can do anything. You see, God is the one who made Jerusalem what it was to start with. God is the one who brought the judgment and God is the one who can rebuild the broken down walls. 
God is the one who can restore. You see, sin's work is destruction, but God's work is construction. Anything that's destroyed in our life, we did that. Our sin did that. But if we will let the Lord move and do what He wants to do, friend, He'll build it back up again. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His compassions fail not. They're new every morning. This morning, my friend, you got a fresh dose of mercy for this day and for your life. And would you say these words, Great is thy faithfulness. You see, Jeremiah is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, a man of sorrows. Could I remind you that our Lord Jesus Christ, the man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, is the Christ who brings to us salvation and eternal hope. Well, friend, in the same way, in Jeremiah's lamentation, we find this beautiful picture that in Christ, no matter what the circumstances are today, in Christ, there is hope. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.